0: Welcome back to the Breakthrough Podcast with Pastor Danny Anderson, the lead pastor at Emanuel Church. Hey, Hello,
1: hey, Danny. Rach. How are you?
0: Oh, I'm good. I'm good. But I do know the topic that we're going to talk about today. And that is one that everybody could use a breakthrough in because it happens to all of us. And so many of us fear it like none other. And that is having a breakthrough in failure, mm. with failure. Such a scary Thing. I I fear failure in our home. We have a, a motto, which is tr- probably unhealthy, that my last name's Long and Long's don't lose. Mm. So, <laughs> wow, I like <laughs> when that. When you bring into, uh, like that's to get the kids to strive and you know, but oh my gosh, it also breeds <laughs> some real fear of failure all around us. Long's if I'm being don't honest. lose, wow. <laughs> well, get you up in the morning, but yes. it also cultivates a good fear of failure. So I can't tell you how excited Excited I am to talk about getting a breakthrough and failure, but why would it be important for so many of us to hear this podcast? Yeah, it,
1: that's a great question and great place to start. Yeah. So I think just for our listeners today, for me, for you, you know, here's how it typically works in our lives. You know, we're we're trying to raise families, we're trying to you know, mm-hmm. do well at our jobs, we're trying to make progress in our financial life. Yeah. And and evidently, you know, it it's it's just it's just uh, it's just inevitably that's yeah. the word i was looking for what ends up happening is that we trip up we yeah. fail we run into a roadblock we mess up we mess something up
0: yeah
1: and we face failure every single one of us face failure like yes. no one gets this life without without dropping the ball and usually what happens is we we take We take the path of least resistance when we face our failure, and that is oftentimes just to give up. Mm -hmm. What's the easiest Mm -hmm. thing to do is just to quit. And we have to talk about failure because it's going to happen to us. And if we don't get it right, if we don't have the proper perspective, the right skills on how to deal with it, we will give up. And then what happens after that is we fail to reach our potential we don't fulfill our dreams. We don't become what we're supposed to become. We don't get the job we're supposed to, you know, we don't have the relationship that we're supposed to have. And so that is why it's so critical that we figure out how to navigate through and break through failure.
0: Well, it is one of um, people's top fears. So how would you recommend that you do push through that?
1: Well, I think there are at least three major ideas uh, or principles that we need to equip ourselves with to overcome failure or breakthrough. And the first one is that we have to understand that it's necessary to Hmm. success. Like failure is a critical piece to success in our lives. Um, The average entrepreneur fails 3.8 times before they have a success. Oh, my gosh. So so can you imagine if people gave up and how many people do give up? Right, right, right. It, it, one of my favorite quotes is from Michael Jordan. Anytime of I get course. to quote Michael Jordan, <laughs> it, it, it's a good day. But he said this a couple of years ago in a commercial, actually. He said, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I have failed over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. Mm. And that you know that captures the the principle that failure is absolutely critical to reaching your goal. Yeah. It's 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 part of the journey. And I remember when I was uh, my first job before I became a pastor, uh, I was a door-to-door salesperson. Okay. And my sales manager, uh, it was I remember it like it was yesterday. I was down in uh, southern Georgia through the summer. I was knocking on doors. And my sales manager told me, he said, Here, here's what's going to happen. If, here's what he said, this is how it's going to work. You're going to knock on a lot of doors. And if you want to have a successful summer, mm-hmm. you're going to fail seven out of 10 times.
0: Okay. That sounds super discouraging.
1: It, it was at first. Right. But then he taught, he started to share with me how three sales a day led to an incredibly successful summer for me. Hmm. And so he, he put the numbers on the board and he says, this is what it looks like. And if you, you, know, and if you knock on you know, 40 doors a day or 30 doors mm-hmm. a day, you get you know, three out of 10 victories, you're going you're gonna to have a really good summer. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that, ena- that mindset enabled me to push through the seven no's to get those three yeses. And that's why I was able to have a good summer. But I was, it helped me to push through the failure. I saw it as part, it was necessary to the journey of reaching, of reaching the goal.
0: So I feel like, though, that the fear of failure might even come from the enormous amount of pain that comes with it. Because when I think of life failures, I think of, like, uh, the time you just laid into your kids and you failed at parenting. Mm -hmm. You weren't pushing anybody toward any goals or helping them or or your marriage. I mean, 50% of marriages Mm -hmm. end in divorce. And my friends that have been divorced, they— they say it's we have a failed marriage mm-hmm. you fail at your job people get fired every day and there's a lot of pain associated with those i mean we could go on and on you didn't make the team mm-hmm. for our students mm-hmm. that are listening you you uh, fail a test when you're in college and it can seem like astronomical like this is it mm-hmm. this I, I why am i spending all of my money or my family's money here i've i've blown it right and there's a lot of pain associated with it mm-hmm. so um it might sound hard to push through that. What are some other ways that
1: you? can Yeah, help us? you know the the pain is 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 something that uh, we can actually leverage um, and use for for uh, energy to keep going. Hmm. You know, and uh, you know I feel like part of it could could be that we say to ourselves, "I don't want to feel this pain again." Right. This 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 pain is something I want to avoid. So what what can I do here to uh, to adjust so that I never have to face this pain again? Mm. And um, and and then so it becomes. And we'll talk about this in a little bit. You know, the failure becomes an opportunity to learn. Mm. And it becomes an education. We'll get to that in, in just a little bit. But, you know, I think I think something else that we can do to kind of push through failure is, is to see it as an opportunity. Mm. And that is really a, a hard thing to do because, so because of the pain, yeah. you know, the disappointment that we've dropped the ball, we fumbled and the marriage dissolved or we had to drop yeah. out of school or we failed, whatever. But it really is something we can learn to do. Napoleon Hill said... Every adversity, every failure, every heartache carries with it the seed of equal or greater benefit. And I thought, wow, that's so that's so true. You know, every every time we mess up, there's something in that failure that that uh, that presents an opportunity to us. Uh, I looked up um, inventions that uh, happen by mistake, and I, I couldn't <laughs> believe what I found. I saw this this one blog post that talked about how the microwave oven, was, was invented because of mistake. Sweet and low. Slinky, you remember Slinky the toy? Yes, love
0: it.
1: Play-Doh was, a mis- was an invention that happened by mistake. Super glue, and incredible. The pacemaker that saves people's lives, that happened, that, that was a mistake. Oh. Velcro, penicillin, many of us have heard about penicillin. X-ray images, I didn't know this one. Coca-Cola That's was incredible. actually a mistake. But the one, that, the one that, I, that tickled me the most was potato chips. They were a mistake. Yeah. So back in 1853, I think it was, mm-hmm. uh, there was in, a, in a restaurant in New York, I'm pretty sure this story is accurate. Uh, there was a customer that kept didn't like the potatoes. They were too thick and they were too soggy. So he kept sending them back to the kitchen. Well, finally, the chef sliced the potato, potatoes as thinly as he possibly could and he fried them. <laughs> and he did it out of anger. <laughs> and he brought them back out and said, here's your potatoes. And essentially that's where Potatoes. potato chips came from. I love it. You know, so it, it, there's always an opportunity in the failure. Mm-hmm. If we, if we can teach ourselves to look at it, look for it.
0: That's so um, hard. I do love what you said um, that Napoleon Hill said that there's the seed. So there's at least that little bit mm-hmm. that you can, that you can grab onto and that we'll start that next thing. <laughs> the potato chips. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell us a little bit about uh, things that we can uh, implement in our lives that can help us because sometimes um, like an action step gives us something mm-hmm. to take the first step mm-hmm. when um, you're you're blinded by the failure or yeah. you're just you're down and mm-hmm. there's not anybody else to help you get back up
1: yeah, so I think that one the to play off of what we were just talking about, I think one thing that we can do is to train ourselves to ask the question every time we fail, what's the opportunity here? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. literally to, to say those words, to write those words on, in a journal yeah. after your failure, what's the opportunity here? Mm-hmm. And that is a, that's a, a skill. That's a that's something you have to intentionally do and realize. There's something valuable that's going to come from this. I don't know what it is, but I'm yeah. going to figure it out. And I remember back when we we tried. Um, well, I'll just talk about our church. Yeah. You know, back in 2006, yeah. um, when when I took over as a senior pastor, you know, the church did not do well. Essentially, we got cut sure. in half. We split, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, attendance, finances, just plummeted and it was pretty much the largest failure that I've ever been involved in. Right. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a, you know is a total failure cuz we stayed afloat. Right, uh, right. We paid our bills, but man it was it felt it had all of the feelings and trappings of failure.
0: And not to interrupt but a lot of things happened like staff cuts mm-hmm. and um, I remember we it, just even little things like going to all black and white coffees and uh, you would look around and you would look down the row and you're like, "Oh, my friends are all yeah, gone they're so gone. even the people that were um i wasn't on staff at the time but i was part of the church that were that were staying mm-hmm, and believing mm-hmm. in the vision uh, it did feel like okay the wheels are coming off Absolutely. here but uh, yeah, not feeling led to leave, but still feeling like, okay, are we gonna go all the way down?
1: Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it could be a total failure. There were staff layoffs. Yeah, they, they, we had a conversation one day as a staff that we were all going to get part-time jobs. Oh wow! And we were gonna start cleaning our own, cleaning the facilities by ourselves. We we're mm. gonna let the cleaning staff go. And I'm mm. saying, so you know that that time period definitely felt like this is an epic fail. Yeah. And it, but it wasn't long after that. It took some time. It really mm-hmm. did where I, I had to step back and, and, and ask this question. What is, what is the opportunity here in the midst of the pain, in the midst of feeling like a failure myself yeah. and losing confidence and all that stuff? I, I had some coaching to say, hey, this is an opportunity for what? Well, it was an opportunity to basically start over, yeah. to start fresh, to recast the vision, to build a foundation right. for the future.
0: Right. You know Who
1: was going to stay at our church? And so that's exactly what we started to lean into. We started to cast a vision and think mm-hmm. about what are we all about and create mm-hmm. values and, uh, and, and re- literally rebuild the culture yeah, for did. the future. And so that was the opportunity in it. Once I saw it that way, I was like, okay, let's get going. I got yeah. excited, got passionate, and it, it really did, uh, you know, energize me.
0: Yeah, it it switched the direction when um, you could tell when things started to, when you planted that seed of us being outwardly focused mm-hmm. and loving people who were far from God. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, the the whole congregation, and I'm sure as well as the staff switched. I'll tell you another thing that I love about um, our culture here at Emmanuel is. The failure is allowed and encouraged. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to tell them a little bit about the one service?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, I'll I'll get to that in this last point. Okay, uh, okay. This, you know, something else I was going to bring up uh, that that something that helps us push through the failure yeah. is seeing it as an education. Okay, and that. That is, again, it's difficult to do. Uh, but one, one of my favorite quotes is from Rick Patino, He's a college basketball coach of Louisville. Um, he said, failure is good. Failure is fertilizer. Everything mm. I have learned about coaching, I've learned by making mistakes. And, and it goes right along with another one of my favorite quotes by Henry Ford. He said, failure is simply the opportunity to begin again, this time more intelligently. I love it. And I just, if you—if we can get ourselves to see our failures that way,
0: mm-hmm.
1: what, what we understand is that we're entering into the classroom.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And if we can take notes and study each failure, we can learn what... You know what happened? What caused the failure? What did I do? What did I not do right. that created this situation where I had a bankruptcy, or I had a failed marriage, or a broken relationship, or whatever, or whatever it is—a failure mm-hmm. in my health? Sometimes it's with our health. If yeah. we're if we're aware and like take notes, like what caused that, yeah. then we can learn, and then we can avoid it the next time. I never forget. I was watching uh, uh, the movie. It's. Uh, not what about Bob, but it's the other one, uh, Groundhog Day. Okay, <laughs> with Bill Murray. Bill Murray yeah, <laughs> and he just does the same day over and over and over. It's a yeah. fascinating movie. And one day he's he's going to work and he keeps stepping in the pothole. Do you remember that scene? Yes, yes. Over and over, and then but but then one day he he catches himself and he and he's like he's about to step in it, and he doesn't, and he walks around it. And I thought that's it. That's. Yeah. That's what we have to be doing all the time because, okay, I've been in this situation before. I've stepped in the pothole. Right. I'm not doing it again. Right, right, right. And if we can just pay attention to our failures that way, oh my goodness, we can we can become smarter, better. We really can. In all aspects of our life.
0: I believe that. And I know um, you, you're my uh, friend, but you're also my boss and you helped me walk through something recently and just navigating through... Uh, Ryan Holiday's book, The mm-hmm. Obstacle is the Way. It's a great book. And learning that, and that was a learning process to go through that book that I can um, switch what thinking of it as this is never going to get better and this is a failure mm-hmm. and why is this not here to, okay, that actually empowers me to make different decisions. And mm-hmm. um, I think that that. That helped me in a recent failure that I had mm-hmm. as well.
1: Yeah, and uh, the you know the concept of just understanding that there's the event that takes place. This is what he says in the book. There's the the event that takes place, which in this case would be a failure. Right. And then there's what then there's the meaning that we give to the event. Right. And that is our choice. Yeah. And so, it's so natural and easy to. Give the wrong meaning to an event, right? And what a lot of people do is they'll say when they fail, they they'll they'll say, "Look, I am a failure. Yeah, I am terrible at this. Look, I failed. Obviously, I don't know what I'm doing. I need to quit. Mm-hmm. I need to stop." Yeah. But that's that's not. It's not, uh, we don't have to do that. We can give a different meaning to the failure. And that's what we're talking about today. Yeah. It's an education. It's a necessary part to success. You know, it's it's something that's par for the course. And if we can see it differently, if we can change our perspective on it, we can, we can begin to feel differently and act differently.
0: Yeah, that book really helped me change um, my internal narrative. Mm-hmm, we talk mm-hmm. about a lot in leadership, hey, control the narrative mm-hmm. when you're speaking outwardly. But to be able to control your own thoughts In your own mind about whatever situation it is, but specifically failure um, was. It changes your actions. It changes the way that you interact with people, mm-hmm. and um, that controlling that inner narrative was uh, incredibly helpful for me in dealing with my yeah. failures.
1: So, so let's let me speak to that one service. Oh boy. Sunday. this was the, <laughs> this was the big failure that we had. Uh, it, it was several years, and back. I was
0: on staff during that. Yeah, <laughs> we just
1: for the listeners, we 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 thought, man, you know, we've got four services. What if we just canceled all four services and just did one big service wouldn't that be epic yeah wouldn't that be exciting the place would be (laughs) packed you know and it's so exciting and we you know blow it up with the best music and give a great talk and all this stuff and so we made preparations and we bought things equipment we put all these chairs out in the lobby, and yeah. we thought it was going to be like an Easter weekend service. Right. And we put, you know, put out social media invitations and let people know what was going on, and yeah. we called it One Service Sunday.
0: Yep.
1: <laughs> and it was an epic failure. <laughs> and, and no one showed up. I mean, some people showed up, but- They did. But they were so- un- And, and we, we just looked at that and we thought, wow, that, w- that didn't work. Right. It was so disappointing. But then we looked at it and we said, what did we learn? What do we learn about people? Well, they don't want to fight the traffic. They don't want to fight the crowds. You know, right. crowds are exciting to pastors <laughs> and staff. Crowds are not exciting to people who come to church. No,
0: when they're trying to pick up their kids and children's yeah. ministry. Yeah, That's it's just crowded exciting. hallways. Yeah. And so
1: exactly. people are crawling all over each other and they're waiting in traffic <laughs> and they're waiting in line. So, you know, we just learned from that. Right. And, and we didn't get discouraged. And we just said, man, mark that as a, as a lesson and let's move forward.
0: Yeah, yeah. So. Ooh, that was a tough one. Well, what are your what are your closing thoughts as we're wrapping up today? What do you want to leave us with on failure?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I, it is necessary to becoming successful. It's an opportunity and it's an education. If we can get those thoughts in our minds, that will really help. But I think also one thing I would say as we wrap up is like, if you're not failing, that means you're not trying hard enough. Mm. And that's a quote from... Somebody I don't remember. (laughs) It's
0: okay. (laughs) It's good. It's from you now. (laughs) Uh,
1: But I just I'm trying to put that into practice. Like I if I'm if there's no evidence of failure in my life, it means I'm not pushing the limits. Right. I'm not trying new things. I'm not taking enough risks. I'm and that means I'm not progressing. Right. Because in order to make progress in your life, in any area, you have to push. Yeah. Spiritually, emotionally, financially. You know, if you're running a business, if you're if you're trying to keep your marriage healthy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know you have to you have to continue to push on things. So, um, I would love to have this conversation around the dinner table. We're not there yet with our family, right. with our three kids, but <laughs> this is how I imagine it. We're sitting around the table at dinner time, and it's like, okay, can, like tell me how you failed today.
0: Mm.
1: You know, and and if no one says anything. How come you haven't failed? Like, you're not trying. You're not pushing. Like,
0: exactly. You know,
1: and so it's just, I would just encourage people to push and fail and, and lean into it. And it's a good thing because it means you're going to learn something. You're going to grow. Right. You know, you're going to get to where your goal is. And, and don't view it as, don't take, it, don't take failure as uh, something personal. It yeah. doesn't mean, just because you fail doesn't mean you're a failure. Right. You only fail when you give up and you mm. quit. So that's that would be my parting word on on this.
0: I think that dinner table is uh, far healthier than longs don't lose. So I appreciate that. That's one that I can apply right away. We love, love, love having you join us uh, monthly on the podcast. We hope that um, this has helped you as you start to have a breakthrough. Don't quit on your failure and your fear of failure and what how failure is in your life right now that you'll be able to push through that. I know that uh, for me personally, the thing I'm writing down, the thing that i I'm taking with me is, um, that quote about the seed mm-hmm. and that the seed is gonna, is gonna come from that failure. Mm-hmm. So we hope that, thank you, Pastor Danny. And we hope that, um, you listeners join us. Um, and if you would like to, uh, rate us or, uh, recommend us to your friends, we would love that too. We hope you have a great month and we'll see you back next month.